Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I'm somewhere in Gastown. I'm in the recording studio of a band called Bear Mountain. I've got two members of the band here with me. I'd love you to introduce yourself. Yeah, hey, my name's Ian. Ian, what do you do in the band called Bear Mountain? I sing, I play the bass, and I program all the laptopy stuff. Awesome. Now, on your couch... Almost on the other side of the room is someone else. My name's Greg. I play drums and a little bit of keys and sing backup in Bear Mountain. But you guys, you missed out the most important part. Your twin thing? Is twins? You guys are twin brothers. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're twins. Identical. You can't see that through the sound, though. Impossible not to notice in person. So we'll skip all those obvious twin questions. What I'd love to know in a moment, we're going to listen to a song first, but in a moment, I'm going to ask you for the secret origin of the band Bear Mountain. Hey, this is Ian from Bear Mountain. Hey, this is Greg from Bear Mountain, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood.
Hey, this is Ian from Bear Mountain. Hey, this is Greg from Bear Mountain, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Two Step, that's by a band called Bear Mountain, off their debut record, XO. I've got two members of the band here with me. I'd love it if one or both could talk about that one. Uh, so I don't know how Two Step started. There was a couple different versions of it. One version, I think Ian just sent me the WAV file in Toronto, and then I recorded drums on it and sent it back to him. And then he maybe redid some stuff that way. So it was all done remotely, like him in one studio, me in another. But he wrote the song originally. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a there's a, an old version of Two Step. It's out there. I think it's on a blog called Smoke Don't Smoke. If you look it up, there's like a four-year-old version of Two Step on there. I just wrote it in my basement on Logic, and um, it's super simple. It's just like a drum loop, and then... You know what? It was actually inspired by a Handsome Furs song. Just the... And uh, pretty straight-up song, but effective. Very simple. It's like three chords or something. So, Bear Mountain. It's a band. It's got two twins in it. I'd love it. Ian, if you could tell me how the band started. Yeah, uh, the band started uh, as a solo project that I started uh, by myself, uh, just releasing music online and that sort of thing, like bedroom beats, you know. Um, and then I played one show by myself, uh, and it was pretty shitty, actually. It didn't go that well, at the Cobalt. Um, so then I had another show booked two weeks later, and uh, I, need, I, I wanted a band. So I called my buddy Kyle, and he played guitar. My buddy Doug played the drums, and that show went awesome. So it was kind of like that's how it all came together. Now, but nowadays it's uh, me, Greg, Kyle, Ken, and Kenji. You start a band. How do you have the conversation with your twin brother to join your music it's, project? It's interesting. It's a slow burn, you know. It's like a real delicate uh, integration uh, no, he, Greg was in Toronto and then basically like he played drums on the record. That, that is true. He did play drums on the record. Um, but we need, basically we needed to go on tour, I think was what happened. And we needed a drummer. So Greg flew home, um, from Toronto and he moved back to Vancouver and then basically joined the band. Okay. Greg, the twin drummer. How did your brother convince you to join this project? <laughs> uh, I mean, it didn't really take a lot of convincing. I was kind of like, <laughs> going through some shit in Toronto my life was falling apart and he offered me uh, to go on tour with him so that kind of seemed like a pretty sweet opportunity to be in a band um, I was in a couple of bands in Toronto and had a couple other projects and they all kind of broke up at the same time so I was looking for another opportunity and going on tour with my bro came up and I knew the songs I played on the record and it just it just kind of was like the right time you know it seemed like the perfect the perfect thing to do what's one advantage of being in a band with your twin brother an advantage uh you always have someone else to smoke pot with no i'm sorry <laughs> should i not say that i don't think you guys need to be twins to do that yeah, but no but it's like yeah <laughs> guys hand raising system please sorry, we should get closer together so we don't do this thing i was gonna say none of our other bandmates like to smoke weed as much as we do but that's okay uh i think i think an, this is ian talking i think an advantage of uh being in a band together um, sometimes it's really easy. Uh, sometimes it's hard with playing music with your siblings. But, uh, you know, a lot of times we kind of have a mutual understanding of what a song or a track needs, I think. Or we complement each other. You know, he knows some stuff that I don't know, and I know some stuff that he doesn't know. We kind of put our brains together, I'd say. What's a disadvantage? Uh, a disadvantage of being in a band with your brother. I don't know. It's like... It can be like too close sometimes, you know, like we've just known each other forever, <laughs> for our entire lives. 
so uh there can be a lot of like emotions tied up in things there's a lot of like yeah, baggage, baggage. yeah yeah there can be a lot of baggage you can draw out shit from like when you were 13 you know um like you can just bring up the dumbest shit would you like to work out some of that stuff right now well i mean here's the thing so we played music together unsuccessfully probably since we were 15 you know we played in bands together and we always end up fighting like like at each other's throats and I'm not even exaggerating so this band like when we first started playing together we actually had to work at it quite a bit you know like actively work on you know the way we talk to each other and the way we give each other feedback and all that sort of stuff and then we worked through a lot of those things um, and now we're it's great hey this is Ian from Bear Mountain hey this is Greg from Bear Mountain and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood
Hey, this is Ian from Bear Mountain. Hey, this is Greg from Bear Mountain, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Congo by a band called Bear Mountain off their debut record, XO. I've got two members of the band here with me. I've got Ian, I've got Greg. I'd love it if one or both could talk a bit about this track. Congo, uh, this song, it's it's a really simple tune, but uh, it's I think it's so effective because it's just... It's got that feeling in it, you know? It's a pretty honest song, I think. Yeah, totally. It's straight to the point. Yeah. Yeah, straight to the point. Straight up, Congo. It tells it like it is. Nice. We're here right now in the band's studio. I'd love you guys to pick one object and talk a bit about it. There, there, here, I'll show you. There's a book over here, actually. <laughs> so this book is called Angel, or Angel. Um... It's a special collection of the best erotica of John Patrick, um, and it's an erotica novel. Um, I'm going to read a passage right now. Flattery will get you everything. Yeah, that's what I came for, all right. Everything, he says, boisterously, taking me in his arms. As we kiss, he grinds his sex into mine. Not so fast, I say, pulling back. Drinks, remember? So this is a piece of inspiration that I like to turn to every once in a while. I can see now where all the lyrics from Bear Mountain come from. Yes. Uh, Awesome. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Ian, you talk a lot in interviews about the city of Berlin and how much you want to work there. Yeah. Specifically make the next Bear Mountain record there. So Uh, I don't know why I love Berlin so much. I think I just found my happy place there one time. Yeah, Kompelnest 3000. If you go to Berlin, you got to go there. It's like the craziest bar you've ever been to. But I, I feel like Berlin, for me, I mean, maybe it's because the time I spent there or what I was doing there, um, but it's just like my happy place. Um, my sad place. Yeah. We, you and I shared an apartment in Berlin for a brief and weird time. It was like a one bedroom. I was with my girlfriend at the time and our best friend, and she got weird pretty quick. But Yeah, yeah so it was, there was four of us. It was me, Greg, Greg's girlfriend at the time, who was actually my ex-girlfriend as well. <laughs> I know it's so fucked up, and then our one of our best friends, James Thomas, who's like a singer songwriter. I gotta say, if a girl takes a turn on one twin, why would you want to go back to yeah, the same well? Move in together with everyone. It yeah. was really weird. It's the only time that's ever happened, and it will never happen again. It was too weird. Okay, I don't want to sidetrack, but we're talking about okay, Berlin yeah, so, and how it relates to you making yeah, music. So the thing about Berlin is like the dance music scene there is um, the way I think of it. Like I only got into dance music like like the way I'm into to it now or whatever, like a, f- a few years ago. Um, and I used to listen to like really hard electro and like, you know, I always thought you had to go so hard to like, you know, like slay a crowd when you're DJing or whatever. But there they never do it. They keep it so, I mean, sometimes they do, but they keep it so uh, tasteful all night long because the parties go for two days. You know, if you go to like Bergheim or whatever, it goes, the party goes on for like almost three days. So it's like they just pace themselves so well. And it's almost like this evolved dance music thing. And I'm just fascinated with it. And it also like the really minimalistic, um, like yeah. what you can do with, you know, what what can you do with one drum machine and a couple of synths, you know? It's just like mature dance music, mature, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's just, yeah, I love it. So that sounds like an awesome experience. And it sounds like you could get... A lot of music out of that. Totally. But we're in Vancouver right now. Yeah. It's your hometown. Yeah. Why don't you talk about what Vancouver can give Bear Mountain? I mean, Vancouver, definitely, like, the scenery is nice. Uh, we got some good friends here, the people. I don't know. I love Vancouver. 
uh, we grew up here. Like we were born here. We've we've lived here our whole lives. Um, and obviously we've moved around and stuff. We're still here. So I feel like just every time I come home to Vancouver, like every time the plane lands or every time we drive back in, I'm like, oh, I love this place, you know. Hey, this is Ian from Bear Mountain. Hey, this is Greg from Bear Mountain, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Hey, this is Ian from Bear Mountain. Hey, this is Greg from Bear Mountain, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Faded by a band called Bear Mountain off their debut record, XO. I've got two members of the band here with me. I have Ian, I have Greg. They're twin brothers. I'd love it if one or both could talk about that one. Remember that song started with just this synth line that Ian had, just the dun 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 just that one kind of mini moog synth line. The pluck sound. I was trying to make it sound like a dead mouse track. 
actually, and uh, I watched a YouTube tutorial on how to make dead mouse plucks with a mini Moog, and I did that. And uh, I actually remember the first time you played that for us, you just threw it on in rehearsal, and instantly I was like, did you do this? And he was like, yes. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and we just all knew that it was good. In a lot of your interviews, you talk about being a nice guy and working hard okay. to find success in the music industry, and that seems like good advice, mm-hmm. but... You know, sometimes people who are musicians, they work really hard, and sometimes it's hard to be nice at the end of the night. So, since I have you here with your twin brother, I'm going to ask him, when was the last time he was a dick? Oh, man. When was the last time you... (laughs) I've been waiting for someone to ask me that question. No. Uh, No, I mean, we all have our moments on tour. The last time Ian was a dick was... Did you really... Did I answer that question? Honestly, the last time Ian was a dick. We were driving home from Chicago, but we... Specific moment? I remember. We were driving home to Chicago. It had been 40 hours driving across the country, so he gets a hall pass on this one. But he didn't want to drive anybody home. He, he refused to drive anybody home. And I was like, Ian, you're being a dick right now. Only because every time we pull back into Vancouver, I end up driving everyone home. That's, at, that's so not true. I always drive people home at the end of the night. Well, the last time. Okay, whatever. That was it was time. tired. I spent 40 hours in the van. I hadn't slept. Everyone slept. I just drove. It's true. We, we it's so the last like I don't know. I but f- you know what, Janet, my brothers, he, we get along really well on tour. The two of us, we do, right? Yeah, yeah. We, so we're usually good. We're but, usually um, not dicks to each other. We're dicks to other people sometimes. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think I know when I'm being an asshole, and I'm an asshole to the people who are closest to me, except for my girlfriend, <laughs> because I love her so much. <laughs> um, but uh, it's yeah, easy. it's easy to take shit out on your on your twin. Yeah. yeah, and I think, and also with my bandmates, um, I expect a lot from everyone in the band. I think we all expect a lot from each yeah. other. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've been in too many bands that have broken up because of apathy and because of people who didn't want to work hard. And I, you know, I don't have time for that. To be blunt about yeah, that, you, you know? just got to be like, you got to be honest in a band too. And sometimes that can come across as being a bit of an asshole, mm-hmm. just because like if somebody's not pulling their weight or they say they're going to do something they don't do it, you got to call them out on it, and you got to be mm-hmm. firm on it. You know, treat it like, treat it like it's a job, and not that you're the boss, but you know, it's just got to get done. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's a great place to end it. Bear Mountain, Ian, Greg, thanks for being on my show. Hey, At the end of the show, I love the group to pick one of their tracks and talk a bit about it as I bring up that song. Yeah, play sing. Um, This is an interesting song because the vocal sample, the do deep boop boop beep boop beep boop boop beep, um, it's from uh, a YouTube clip. Please don't sue me, anyone. Um, It's from a YouTube clip uh, of this. I think what I did is I Googled Japanese girl singing acapella and I dug through YouTube for like an hour and then I found like a home video with like 30 views of some girl literally just just singing to the camera mm-hmm. and I ripped that audio off YouTube and chopped up the audio and pitched it and sampled it um, and that's where that comes from. So a lot, I think YouTube, I actually like the way YouTube sounds when it's sampled into sound songs because it's so shitty that it kind of gives us some grit. To add to that, the bridge of Sing, you were going to go with that. So the bridge of Sing is actually, again, so, you know, you ever heard that expression, good artists, what great artists steal or something like that? So the bridge of Sing is the same chord progression from Sly and the Family Stone, If You Want Me to Stay. Everyone go get fresh if you don't know that record. The, the first song, In Time, is Daniel Lanois' favorite song, for the record. Anyway, the bridge on that song is um, just this chord progression, and I took it, played it, and then just transposed it to a different key, and then we dropped it into the bridge, and that was the, yeah. the halfway yeah, through thing. Like when, like when the bass line comes back in. Um, 
it's just playing those chords but all arpeggiated um so i actually really like that song you know and it's kind of housey so thanks guys so we're gonna listen to sing by the band bear mountain off the record xo thanks for being on the show thank you yeah thanks for having us hey this is ian from bear mountain hey this is greg from bear mountain and you're listening to the interview show with scott wood (laughs) 